to open the Britain and look at the Apostolic Creed. We'll read it together today again. <coughs> the Apostolic Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven, is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Universal Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Good morning again. It is 7th of July. What day is it for the Japanese people? Would you show the slide one, first one, please? What comes up? Not yet. <laughs> It doesn't work. <laughs> Don't worry. It's Tanabata. <laughs> It's Tanabata. Of course, you, all of you know what this customs. But it's very interesting and very strange a festival because uh, only one day of the year, two lovers can meet each other by the stream of the Amanokawa. It is Milky Way. Okay? But on that day, We write some of our wishes and put it on the Sasanoha uh, bamboo branches and put it. It doesn't come yet. That, 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 don't worry, don't worry. How do you think about this? Japanese want to have some special days every year, big days. Tanabata is not so much because recently uh, St. Valentine is more <laughs> active among the younger people. And also, uh, Christmas Day, Easter Day, many celebrating day, Tanabata, that's right. We can, you can see the bamboo, bamboo branches. So, what's the day today for the Christian church or Christian life? No answer? Of course, it's not special day. It's ordinary day. It's ordinary Sunday as last week and next week. So we don't celebrate special thing for today, but please show the second one. Can you do that? According to the Christian tradition, Christian society, Christian church, make its own calendar. It is called church calendar or liturgical calendar. You can see it, the ch uh, this year, the church year, is divided into two seasons or terms. The first one starts with first Advent Sunday to prepare Christmas. And it comes to Christmas, Epiphany. Epiphany means Jesus appeared as a savior to the whole world. After that, 
we do have Lent for 40 days. This is a thinking of ourselves, how we are blessed through the uh, uh, Jesus' passion, Jesus' death of the cross. Then comes to the Holy Week, seven days before the Easter. Good Friday, he was crucified and dead. And come to Easter. Then we have Pentecost Day. Last time I preached at the Pentecost Sunday, but it's a special day from Advent to the Pentecost Day. This is the first half year of the church. So we call it the story of Jesus or half year for the Jesus, for Jesus. This is the first half year. But the second one, after Pentecost Day, church is still going, uh, following, still for, uh, follow the church calendar, but it's nothing. <laughs> so it says ordinary, ordinary season, nothing special. But I prefer to call this half year as a half year for the church. Ordinary thing, ordinary things, usual day, nothing happening. It's, of course, not so much exciting, not so much enjoyable, but it's very meaningful and important. Because through ordinary days, we can feel stability, stability, peace of mind, safetyness, and we find who am I as ordinary person. You know, special events are very exciting, enjoyable, but it somehow we put our mind somewhere else, you know. An, institu an institution like church has very unique character, quite different from other organizations, and we are living in this church. Of course, as well as your family, your home, but the church is a living place. But it's very different from other uh, institutions like commercial companies, or school, or social welfare institutions. Because that comes from Christian faith character. Christian faith has two sides. It is very personal and individual. You feel strong and quite direct connection with Jesus himself. You meet Jesus. You talk to Jesus. You pray for Jesus. And you feel yourself, what I should do, what I should think, what I should thank, what I should uh, ask. So personal, direct connection. But also, Christian faith has other sides of character because it's institutional or communion or group oriented. We get together in the church and share our feeling and share our praising, our share our prayer. So Christian faith is quite group oriented. So we believe in God in my own way as well as following the church way. Catholic Church is very interesting in this, side, in this point because Catholic has an uh, ultimate 
authority represented by the Pope, Roma Kyoko, Roma Ho. And under his authority and leadership, church decides everything. So to read the Bible, to think of the Bible, but it's following his interpretation. It's following his guidance. Traditionally, the Pope said to have the key to heaven. Without his recognition, nobody can go there. But the Protestant church is quite opposite to that and its faith, strongly based on our individual relationship with Christ himself. No mediator we need like Mary, the Holy Mother. But the Protestant character has made the situation a little bit complicated. Among the Protestant church, members of the church start in the history, this I'm talking about the history of the Christian church, Protestant Christian church. Uh, among the Protestant faith, members of the church start protesting each other because it's Protestant, you know. It's a little bit confusing. It's a little bit very interesting. Uh, they've claimed, this is my interpretation of the Bible. The other says, oh, I, I'm not agree with you. I'm, I'm, I don't agree with you. I'm following this way. And they are, because they have direct relationship with Jesus, they claim. So a little bit different opinion occurs in the church. And sadly enough, they are divided. So now, in the Protestant Christian context, we have many divided denominations. Denomination. So it's a little bit uh, difficult. How do you Christians think about this one, this point? How do you think about, so say, peace? making. But as a Christian, I can say something, but I can say from my background of the denomination. So it may differ from your opinion based on your denominational background or non-denominational background, like Covenant Church. So Protestant has a little bit complex system right away. Talking about just myself, my grandfather was a Baptist minister, Baptist minister, married to my grandmother who was a first woman ordained minister of the Congregational Church. And my father became a pastor with a Presbyterian, Presbyterian faith. And myself, I went to Methodist seminary and trained there. <laughs> so different background in myself as well. But for my case, that's okay. Because during World War II, Dainichi Sekai Taisen, Japanese military government forced to the Japanese Protestant, Protestant church to merge into one united church. But it's not comes from church's own will, but they are forced to that. Otherwise, Japanese church will be strongly persecuted and severely limited. So they made up United Church. 
UCCJ United Church of Christ in Japan so Baptist Congregational Presbyterian Methodist and other many different denominations comes into one United Church by the force of military government so every member of my family joined together thanks to military government I should say but uh, I was trained at United Ch UCCJ seminary and ordained there. As I told you, Protestant church uh, many differences. So, Corbin, the station is not only the church and church relationship, also the station of this Corbinian church as bit mentioned before. We have members with different denominational or non-denominational background here. I have been attending this church. I have come back, I may say, to Corbinian church after 25 years distance. I find very different from last half, uh, quarter, of, quarter of half century ago, Covenant Church and right now, because you have many varieties of the faith. Diversity is here. So that makes Covenant very active and lively. We sing very traditional hymn this morning. This is, goes back to 16, centuries. Akko-san prayed uh, this famous hymn to accompany with organ, but you know some very famous choral prelude. This is a hymn. It goes back to 500 years ago. But also we have a very nice praise. Nice and it's not a good word. Very blessing praise song. The style of music quite different, but it goes together. It goes side by side. Okay. The worship style, quite variety. variety. The preaching context, the prayer style, Bible studies, Sunday schools, many other church activities, even including the church administrations, have many styles and variety and diversity. And sometimes, yes, differences very interesting and inspiring. But also, I can simply ask one question to myself, and today this, from this pulpit, I'll ask you too. Where can we find common core institution center, common core of our Christian faith? at this church. We claim our name as Kobe Union. Where is our unionness? Where we should be get together as a one church member? Of course, you have already feeling it, but I purposely point out 
this question is very important and very key to our church life at Kobe Union Church. Because if we forget to ask this point, we may face somehow confusing situation or lose Kobe Union Church's identity as a union church. Union church has differences, varieties, diversities, also core shared agreeable union, uh, agreeable point of our faith. I do not claim myself to give you the right answer to this question. I'm asking with you, I'm asking with you. But as a senior pastor of this church, if you allow me to be so, I ask you things to think about it together with, and to keep discussing. Yes, days to come, months to come, years to come. Find out our right way to follow. And one hint to do so is to come back to the Bible as our base and fundamental resources. And I find letters of St. Paul in the New Testament is quite suggestive and crucial. Today, we heard part of his letter from the first Corinthians chapter 12 to 13. Many of you, some of you, I don't know, have got married at the church. Remember the day of your wedding ceremony. <laughs> have you ever heard this part of the Bible? Corinthians chapter 13. This is said, praise song of love. How romantic, how sweet. Love endures everything. But this custom, this part of the Corinthian, letter of Corinthians, letter at the wedding service, is somehow misleading because St. Paul did not mention, did not focus on the loves between two peoples, among lovers, but love in the church context, the church context. Here, he's in this insisting the importance of love in the church and among members like us, you know. So we should love each other. That's why this morning I asked you to read from the last part of chapter 12 to the chapter 13. That could give us his message through this letter more clearly. The church in Corinth has same character like us. Would you show us the third picture of that? Can you find where the church Corinth was there? It's at the bottom of the Peloponnesian Peninsula, the present Greece. You can see Corinth there. It is located, it was located, it is still located, very international context among the old ages. They have many different nationalities. They have many different languages cultures joined together. There, Paul brought the gospel of Christ to the people and set up the church. But in that church, 
many diversities, defines of the people were there. Someone was very orthodox Jewish background, we may call it conservative, to the, their faith, very rigid, strict. Others are very open and very progressive. We may call it Hellenistic, Hellenistic with Greek, Greek, Greek colonization, what I may say. I don't know, Girisha Jintekina, quite from Jewish tradition. So they are doing many different activities. And Paul also recognized there are many different role or service, style of service, like apostles, prophets, teachers, miracles, healings, helping, guidance, and all different kinds of tongues. Tongues maybe needed a little bit explanation because tongues is not only the simple conversation or language, but they can feel some spiritual guidance and talking, starting to talk about some little bit unusual language. So Paul it says, tongue of angels. That cannot be easily understood by normal languages, but some people can understand. So at the, in the Corinthian church, lot of different activities, different works, different style of worship service, like Kobe Union Church. Each one of the members were very honest and eager to fulfill their duties, like us. But as Paul remarks, that there could be some worry of division. And Paul uses an illustration to the church of using the illustration of human body with many different parts. Eyes, eyes will do, eyes function. Hands, head, foot. Each one part is very important to, to sustain our lives and equally important and indispensable. We don't need you. you, we can't say that, we can't say that, we can't say that. It's very important. You are needed here. And KUC is just the same. Then Paul comes to the point to give his best advice to the church as a body of Christ, to build union and harmony as a church member. He will say, at the very end of chapter 12, and yet I will show you the most excellent way. What is the excellent way? How do we perform our excellent way to build this church? His advice is very simple and difficult. That is, follow the way of love. Follow the way of love. First part of chapter 14. Why it is simple? Because it is straightforward to do. Love, without any question. Love your neighbor. Love your friends. Love your family. It's quite simple. But also difficult because it is somehow misunderstood as we take this word as only in the wedding ceremony service. It's love, 
is not only for the loving couple, but also the church members, our communities. Well, I do not have enough time to give a precise lecture about the Greek word love today, because New Testament was written in Greek. But there are four words in the Greek word expressing love. The first one is eros. You can easily see that. Because this eros goes back into the myth, Greek myth of lovers and cupid. You can see that connotation. The second is phyllis. Do you know classical music? Do you love it? Do you like it? Do you like Beethoven, Mozart, many other classic composers, which was praised? Philharmony Orchestra, Philharmonic Orchestra. This fear comes Greek word, philos. You love it. I love Beatles. I love Southern All-Stars. Ah, I'm too old. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know much newer singers. I don't know. But this type of love, I love music. I love novels. I love someone. This is fierce. And the third one is, uh, what were, were Stroge. Stor uh, no, no, no. Stroge. 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 This showing the affection among the parent-child relationship. I love my kids. I love my father. I love my family. This kind of maybe Stroge. You can easily click by Dr. Google by with this. Okay? But Paul uses one more different and crucial word to us. In Greek, we say it agape, God's love. How God loves us. So it's misleading to use Corinthians love to the just only for the loving couples. It's somehow related to the eros or stroge. Agape is different because it has no limitation. This love has no limits. As we heard today's reading, it always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always preserves today's reading. But I quote other translation, love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endure all things. Can you do that? All things without any exception. You have to accept all things without any doubt, without any hesitation, without any reluctance. Can you do that? While reading this phrase, I cannot help but quote a question, a quote a section in the Gospel of St. Matthew, where Jesus was teaching his disciples and said, It is easier for a camel to go through the eyes of needle, eye of the needle, than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of, kingdom of God. Camel goes through eye of needle. You should love without any exception. You will accept everything. I thought, this is this type 
of asking us. You should go through eye of needle. So that disciple replied, who can be the saved? Who can love this love? I joined this disciple to ask back to St. Paul, who can love this love in this way? And Jesus talked to his disciple again at, in St. Matthew, for mortal, for the human being, it is impossible. It is impossible. But for God, all things are possible. But for God, all things are possible. And Jesus showed the reality of the God's love through his life. Healing, preaching, helping, praying, weeping sometimes. To the death on the cross, as Paul mentions in other sections of his letter, Philippians, he became obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. As church members in the universal context and at Corbinian Church as well, we love each other following Paul's teaching, St. Paul's teaching, with the word of agape, God's love. And we try to seek love in the way God loves us through Jesus Christ. So, again, I quote part of today's scripture. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It's not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perceives. And Paul said, without this love, I gain nothing. I am nothing. During the last three months, I have been told that KUC is in the time of transition now. Yes, KUC needs changes in many ways to be reformed and to face great challenges. Now, you can share my feeling. But with this movement of this time of the church, we never forget that with following the way of agape, watching the footsteps of Jesus Christ to keep walking with him. We can perhaps our goal to accomplish since we all loved by God and chosen for his mission to perform, to act out agape together to the church, to the people, to the society. Let us pray. Dearest God, we firstly thank you to thank to you that you always love us, whatever station we are in. You are so patient and understanding to us. We humbly ask you your guidance and encouragement always, since you taught that these three things remain: faith, hope, and love. 
But the greatest of these is love. Use us to build the Christian community of KUC as a place to realize and show your love to our neighbors and the society and, to, and as the one who have been loved by you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen.